What's up? Survived the DR. Survived it. Nobody died. Nobody had fake liquor. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. Nobody. Nobody, buddy. Nobody. Nobody, buddy. Holy moly, don't us out. What, what, what? What, what, what? What, what, what? Alright, so first off, prayers up to the homie. Slim Bow, honey. Yo. Who was um, gunned down in. Not gunned down. He was shot. He was shot. A lot of times. He was shot. Not gunned down. Sending love to Brad. I don't know. You know what I mean? Prayers up for him for a speedy recovery. That's the homie. Or whatever. Oh, thing. That's crazy. You don't need another. I'm just glad he survived through that thing, man. Yeah, it's fucked up. Especially that crew. The whole little thing, man. They don't need no more tragedies at this point. That shit is crazy. That's crazy. Indeed. But yeah, prayers up to somebody. For real, for real. Speedy recovery, right? Um, shout out to all Rosalie to Compton. Black Ink Crew, Compton. They doing the show. Please don't be angry. So what are you tired of? Nothing. I'm not tired of nothing. I mean, do you want to do a black ink? So Oakley? Can they give me a tattoo? Good thing, give me a tattoo. Shout out to the homie. Bro. I am Compton. That's going to be one of the tattoo artists on the show. He tatted my bow right here a while ago, and that is the. It's a dope ass bow. You, like you know, present. he's gifted. You feel like you present it to somebody. I don't know what you want me to do with that. Kiss oh. it. Yeah, just put your arm back. Okay. That's cool. You know what it is? Present. Yeah. Oh, yeah, present. You got to. Here's your gift. Here's your gift. There you go. You got to unwrap that today. Oh, unwrap that thing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Give me the ear. You know. I mean, exactly you know, it's, it's a little added to hand jobs nowadays. <laughs> Shout out to other people, but I don't know if they are. I just want to shout out I Am Sue just because you said I Am Compton. Hey, Sue. My nigga. Which is on Sit a down. song with a Compton artist. And I Am Adam Rose since we're on I Am. Hello. So we I am. Which is a long I'm going to say artist. I Am Keem. I Am I'm But that's Adam not my Rose name on Instagram. On Instagram. It's his name. Mm. Anyway. Oh, yeah. But yeah. He did my bowl, whatever. So they're about to have a black in Compton. That's cool. That's dope. Um, it needs to spread out somewhere else. Some West Coast shit. Yeah, it did. That's all. East Coast. That's a lot of things all that them. I noticed about uh, reality TV and um, hip hop media and all that. It's very, very East Coast and Southern Germany. All that shit. Very. Like, yep. West Coast don't exist. Like, the fuck? And then when we it comes to the West Coast, like, it'd be hella boozy. And then hella you have Lil boosie. Fizz and Omarion. No diss to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Y'all some real niggas. Y'all just come to my parties and shit. Y'all didn't know y'all was coming to my parties, but y'all was coming to my parties. But the I want y'all to that know that is what the matters. fact that they brought the show to y'all made it boozy. And I'm not saying we that. We talking about loving him for Hollywood? Boosie. Yeah, she was weak. 
And then, but I don't watch none of that shit, so I might not be the person to ask. I agree. Because Omari don't be dancing hell much and touch. And then. <laughs> you gotta touch me. Touch. <laughs> <laughs> Omari got hits. Niggas ain't gonna put the front on Omarion straight up on my mama. You ain't just no like backhanded diss the nigga dancing. But he got hits, got though. hits though. But the nigga got hits. He got hits. Omarion got hits. Ain't nobody finna take that away from Omarion. Even when he was with Rick Ross and he made them two them two singles, them shit was slapping. How did they but go? then what fucked it up? How did they what go? fucked it up is that go? he came out with you Rick Ross that one time on BET Awards and he was dancing and shit and nobody wants to see that shit. That nigga was nobody wants to see he was dancing work. like Rick Ross was like, Can you stop dancing all that shit? Oh no, that's way before. So what's the two songs you put uh, out? Two songs there? was uh he had a song with Pusha T. That shit slapped. So um, I, I don't know. I can't think of it off top. But yeah, that's why we have a producer on the right side. But I'm not the person to fucking think about what the fuck the songs were. You kept asking me as I was trying to explain things about Omarion and give him props, but you're trying to take it away from him at the same time. I'm trying to say that Omarion has hits. Ain't nobody finna take that away from him. Nobody no one take can take that away. So don't try to take away from him by trying to ask me what songs it was, because I can't remember. Exactly. <laughs> but what can be taken away from him is his baby mama by one of his friends. Child, they messy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say that. Give us a shot. I'll say you have children. Okay, so let me ask you this. What's up? So if... Y'all know I was a preacher before. You have... Okay, let's say... Listen, I was missing the whole time. Damn, actually... What's that? It may be a little more real life than I thought. But if you were to have an ex... Here we go. And you had children by them. And then they start dating your band member, homie. Would you be okay with that? No. So that's pretty shady, right? For April to be with Fizz. Yes. She had children with. Hold on, wait. Is that what's happening? In yes. Their lives? Hold on. His baby mama is with is with April Fizz. April is with Fizz. They just moved in again. Got a whole Get the house fuck out of here. Hey, that millennial Fizz, money. go back to Richmond and start selling weed again. Oh shit. That's fucked up. That's not cool. You a bitch ass nigga though. On some mama, on some white skin shit. He's a rich ass bitch ass nigga. Assalamualaikum. That's some bitch ass shit, bro. And only because Omarion was a uh, out outcast of y'all three niggas because y'all knew each other. That was some that's some bitch ass shit, bro. On some real shit. That's some sucker ass nigga shit. I damn near beat your ass if I was Omarion. I'm yeah. saying, but on some real shit, I don't know you, so you be cool. I don't know, but you be in Richmond shit. If I was on the dead homies, cause on everything I love, I beat your ass. <laughs> if I was him, if I was him, but they might be. Yeah, cool. no, that's shady. Cool like that shit. I've that's never been, cool. I've never been the type of girl to like go with the homies or like be passed around through the crew or a relative of a relative like it's too many men out in this world so you could find one that don't know somebody that you Jesus have kids Christ. with or was Jesus damn near married to lived with and too was in a group with so like it's too much april she <laughs> smashed the homie april, april. she, she smashed, smashed the homie april she smashed the homie that's tragic. Um, y'all should do better. Before like. we got on the subject, <laughs> let's get let's Well, get let's off just move the subject because it's a little too close to home yeah, for some. Yeah, that, that shit is crazy right so, there. So, um, that shit is crazy right there. We're going to have our. <laughs> <laughs> I 
<laughs> Shit. <laughs> We're going to have our final thoughts on when they see us because this guy over here finally watched the whole thing. I'm going to take my fat rag out for a second. And it, it, it gets that deep. Not the... Sponsored by Bounty. So, I'm gonna go ahead and speak on this really quick. Yeah, I had to talk we, we him off a, yeah. the ledge. He called me like, "I'm watching when you see us." I'm like, "Stop watching. <laughs> go watch the interview of all of them. I wanted him to watch the interview of everybody together because they survived." They're there. Nope. The actors are nope. there. All the guys are there. Doesn't change anything for me. That didn't work. So let me tell you, so. I couldn't watch none of it after I first watched first uh, episode. It's four episodes and it's the dark, the um, Oprah shit, and I couldn't watch it because simply because as a black man we all go through that same shit somehow in some way in different forms. And now they went through it in an extreme level. Extreme level compared. I couldn't. I couldn't. As children too. Yeah, as children, as 14, 15 year olds, I wouldn't know what the fuck to do. I wouldn't know because I didn't experience jail. I didn't experience being. I was pulled over when I was a child, like on some other shit. You know what I'm saying? So like, besides that, I didn't know nothing about that. So it kind of fucked me up to see children being picked up by. Get off my phone. What's going on right now? What's what are you doing? I'm just <laughs> Um, to to be to be uh, persuaded into saying things that they they wasn't they didn't think was supposed to be said, and, um, and I could it's crazy I could to 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 witness because they do it all the time even to adults. I'm saying this is not what happened, and you're trying to tell me to say something else, trying to scare me or punk me into some type of admission of guilt that I I, I wasn't there, like I didn't do it. So like on the interview that I told you to watch the Oprah part mm -hmm. <clears throat> somebody uh, said like they could have at any point just stopped the whole thing like none of this is making sense these kids are all saying the same thing let's just let it go and nobody decided to let it go they just kept pushing and what was wild it. about it is that all the kids were seeing the, seeing the same thing they were saying all saying the same story at one point and they literally said, let's change the time. What if we switch the times? Because obviously they're lying. Like, bitch, if you don't have the correct answer in the interrogations, then you're fucked. She was trying to make a fucking case yeah. out, of, out of anything she could find. Yeah. And so what, what was upsetting me so much, and I was on a plane, and, I, and it's, it's bad. I'll, the setting I decided to watch that in was just terrible. It was, in a, it was on a plane, Caucasian another place. book Caucasians, and the whole thing. I'm literally fighting back tears. Because in my experience, I've been, I've been beat up by the police for something that I didn't do. For something that had nothing to do with me. I've been smiled at by the police when they knew they was wrong and fake um, witnesses and the whole thing. I've, yeah. I've experienced this whole thing. Yeah. Where I was suing them, I had John Burris, who was the associate of um, of uh, Johnny Cochran. The whole thing. I've had this man, Johnny John Burris, is the man that um, took over the uh, Oscar Cochran. Grant, Oscar Grant, oh. Oh. Oscar Grant case. Okay. And Oscar Grant, I went to high school with, and I know yeah. the whole, I know the whole situation. Oh and on my top God, of that, that movie had me. 
that. Yeah, I've I've never seen a movie because he's a good he's a very good I wouldn't say friend of mine, but he's a very, he's a he's a close confidant as far as I know him and my partners are close yeah. family members of his. So over overall it was just it was just hitting me in a different type of way. It was a trigger. It, it was brought, a fucking it trigger. Memories and the whole thing. All that. Yeah, so it really like was fucking with me. So I had to take back, take a breath after I watched it, and I said I can't watch it no more. You told me to watch the uh, the interview, the, uh, the, interview and the interview part. I saw a little bit with uh, with Obler with the scar. Yeah. What's um the the, the Omar from uh, the Wire, and um, I couldn't continue. I just couldn't fucking continue it's because real. yeah, it was it was way too real. It was way too personal. And it felt like I was going through what I went through before. Yeah. I was handcuffed, beat up, punched in the face. I was handcuffed, told I was an animal, told I was I wasn't nothing, told I was one of those people that come around here fucking shit up and keep and keep it moving. Like, no. I literally was going to the car. I had nothing to do with none of that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then to look at the kid that was uh that was a the the uh, trumpet player. Mm -hmm. And he literally was just like, what are everybody doing? I just want to see what everybody having fun for. The kid that was in their sleep waiting for his partner had nothing to do with nothing. Just in their sleep. And he got it the worst. And he got it the worst. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't want to see no more. I can't watch no more. It's, I don't, it's, it's there's, very real. It's, it's, and it's too real for a lot of people. So. There's no amount, amount of money that can compensate for the things that they've been through. No. And really, it hits me deep in my heart. And I can't, like... I can't even describe intellectually how I feel about it yeah, because it makes me so mad like that's that just, I can't just, deal with it. So I'd rather not even talk about it right. like at this point. Because like, you can't put it in words. I can't put it in words. It's that type of feeling where yeah. that's indescribable. It's to the point. The indescribable anger and the indescribable pain that you have to go through when you deal with something traumatic like that. When I was in the DR, a man told me he made me feel a certain type of way because of it. He said that when you can't intelligently figure something out, you resort to fighting. That's when, that's when you resort to other ways, other of, ways of expressing anger. your anger because you can't intelligently figure out how to navigate the situation. Mm -hmm. I cannot figure out an intelligent way to navigate so, through that thought of feeling that way. It just sometimes makes me want to revolt. Sometimes you're entitled to feel the way you feel because of the circumstances and the situation. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to feel mad and hurt. And people try to tell people all the time, like, well, you shouldn't feel that way, or it'll be okay, or you'll get over it. And it's like, no, I'm entitled to feel this way. I don't have to feel a different way. I'm pissed, period. Right. I'm, I'm pissed. I'm, I felt disrespected. And then there is a, there's a, a helpless feeling, too, because we all know we really can't do nothing about it. So it's like all of those emotions right. mixed up together. But right. I mean, sometimes, shit, you don't have to not feel. I encourage people to feel. I don't like when people be like, oh, you shouldn't feel that way. You shouldn't just feel everything that you're supposed to you're feel. Supposed to we feel. humans, we feel everything. How else so you supposed feel to feel that what shit? Else, what else are you supposed to do besides It's better that. to feel it than to suppress it and then it turns into something else. Definitely. Definitely. So. Cause it could be anything else. Like when you're really in a situation where you feel like things aren't going your way completely, and there's no way to get out of it. 
it kind of turns you into like, what else can I do? And normally violence is the answer. Violence or hurting yourself. And that's not the way, because, and, and that's where it comes into, we, we need, especially in the black community, we need some type of psychological help. You know what I mean? We need to seek someone well, that can know, help Well, you know, when us. you get help, the first step to getting help is... Admitting. Yeah. And admitting that we have a problem. A lot of black people don't admit our problem. But it's hard to admit the problem when the problem is so relevant that it's normal to you. You don't know yeah, what the problem is. Yeah, this is true. Just like uh, I have made a Facebook post earlier. So it's like when you're in the, in the midst of... Whatever you're going through and whatever you're feeling and you need to just get through it, you just take it one day at a time and you just do it. Right. And whatever you need to do to get through that day or through that problem, you just do it. Right. You don't even think about it. This is what I need to do. These are the steps that I need to take to get there. So this is what I'm going to do. So my, my Facebook post that I posted was, I thought I was happy this time last year, but I wasn't. Now, compared to then, I wasn't happy. Drinking every day. Just take whatever I needed to to get through the day. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. I had money stolen from me. I had a miscarriage. I was at a shop that I didn't want to be at. I was living somewhere where I didn't want to be. And it was like I thought just because I was going through my day, making money, getting through the day, wake up, because I know I need to make money to change my situation. I got to move. I got to do this. I got to do that. Let me just go to work. And since I'm doing that, Okay, well, I'm going to go turn up after work. I'm going to go to the club. I'm going to go do this. Just to take my mind away from this is the place I have to go home to at the end of the night. And then this is the place I have to be at early in the morning, which I don't want to do. So in the meantime, I'm about to fuck it up. Right. And that's, that wasn't happiness. I was just yeah. getting through it. But that's what Facts. people do. You just. You find whatever can make you take your mind off the shit that you're going through in the meantime. Right. And that's what black people do. We, we're so. We're so minima, minimal and the scale of life and the scale of living and the scale of fucking accomplishing things. I love that a lot of that, us, us, and when I say us, us, that's what I was talking about. I don't really hang out with or any other race. But um, I like that a lot of us are starting to travel and starting to see other things. Yeah. Like the homie Clipper Darrell just got his passport. Yeah. I don't even know his age. I don't know if he's like in his like forties or fifties or whatever. But it's like a lot of us are just now starting to. It do that's what like broadens your mind. Yes. And then you see other things, and then you realize how bad people really get it. Even if you go, you go across the U.S. and go from California, look at the projects, and then go to New York and look at the projects. You'd be like, damn, these motherfuckers living fucking forty story. Projects. Yeah, our projects is like our two projects, stories. two stories, <laughs> couple of border houses, yeah. some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? It's a big community. We all got houses. It's different. People think because growing up in Compton, it's a suburb, it's houses, that it's not ghetto. It's or ghetto. going to LA, like South Central LA, my grandmother, I grew up over there on 43rd and Avalon, and then I grew up on the other side on 43rd and Hoover. Like I used to bust from Menlo Elementary School. Menlo is off of Martin Luther King and Figueroa. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's ghetto as fuck. You got a whole prestigious university in the middle of the hood, USC, right? Right. right. But people think because, oh, y'all got a front yard and a backyard and it's a nice house yeah. and you didn't grow up in the hood. Bullshit. Yeah. You know how many times I walked up in my house coming from wherever I was coming from and there's somebody shot in front of my shit? Like, 
Seeing, I used My to think. I had to watch people across the street, like get fucking shot. And when killed. I came to LA, I thought, I thought, because most y'all got more houses than we do. Yeah, and so people think, oh, it's y'all got way nice. more like, houses. No, like, I couldn't this tell. Grass is green. I mean, it's just. I couldn't tell here. that Carson was was a, a mostly black neighbor, a mostly black area. I couldn't tell. I just saw houses. It's, a, it's the upper middle class. I saw black, houses. Black so, area. but it took me a while to realize we got hella houses in the town too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But. The main, the main strips is like apartments, you know what I mean? So I always lived in an apartment my entire life, you know what yeah. I mean? So I, when I seen things, I was like, when I would go other I places. I was so naive to that shit. I used to want to live in an apartment so bad as a child. Nah, I wanted, <laughs> listen. Mommy, we gonna live in an apartment? I, I, lived I in a, I was I lived, have like a gang of friends. I lived around shit. the corner. I always lived around the corner from the hood. Yeah. My mom was a paralegal. So I always lived around the corner from the hood. My mom had bread. I would have $20 a day to go to Mosswood, you know mm. what I mean? So I would like, I would go $20 a day. I'm like, I didn't know how how big that was when I was a kid. My mom slept me down $20. She's paying $750 for rent. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was solid. You I know what I mean? I gray hair for, for lunch. Yeah, but but it didn't, it didn't know, I didn't know how fucking privileged I was at that time. It's to know that living around the corner from the hood was living in the suburbs. My mom works for the county. My mom worked for the gang program. The gang program is what gave people mm -hmm. food stamps. Mm -hmm. Showing my age. Yeah, food stamps back then. And when the, the big Real earthquake life. came, the Northridge earthquake came, even she had got food stamps. I was excited. I wanted to go to the store <laughs> immediately. I was yeah. like, oh, we got food stamps because all my friends, like even though we grew up the way we grew up, my friends literally around the corner they mamas was on food stamps. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Food stamps, that's what's fucked up and, about, and, that's what's fucked that's about what us. that's what I learned about Section 8. Like, me and my friends signed up for Section 8 just for fun in high school. I literally being got accepted in 2013. I graduated high school in 2000. Being on food stamps was a, is a privilege. That was the hood shit that's, to do. That's I some like, dope shit. Nigga, I can go get some free food. Nigga, yes. Nigga, give me the half. Give me the half yeah. for that. For that one, you know what I'm saying? Give me 50 cents Mama to the dollar. worked for the game program, time. so she could not get food stamps. We, she had a regular job, but we lived paycheck to paycheck. And I for sure used to come home sometimes with the lights out. I'll have to go in her drawer, Man. get the check, Check call the people. She like, stay, give them this much. Like, that's, you know, but, that's just but, growing up in the hood, though. Let me, but let me, to the point that you're saying about traveling and then when you see how other people live and see how good we really have it, we're off in California. Yeah. We really, even though Compton is a hood, San Bernardino's the hood, Oakland's the hood. Like, go ahead. Our our areas are nice, and a lot of the a lot of the in the U.S. The, there's some shit that's look real bad. A lot of the disparity comes from a lot of it came really from the drug era, from the yeah, crack from era, the 80s. because in these areas that I just named that we are from, there were a lot of, a lot of our families came out. And were working in factories, working. They had good jobs, yeah. and then a lot of these things closed, and then the, the the crack era hit. Right. And it affected us very hard because California was a pipeline. Yeah. You know what I mean? And everyone in California was in some way, shape, or form affected by it. Yeah. But Compton, if you go to Compton, Compton is beautiful until you realize every time you cross the street, you're, you you're in a different, different gang area. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's Facts. stuff like that. But then you go down to Louisiana, or oh, I just recently was in Atlanta. Uh -huh. I was in, and I went to Bankhead. I was in the Bluff. It looks bad. It looks in bad. LA. You gotta go to the East Side for it to look bad. Yeah. This is a thing. You know. What so I mean? like like being out here, being in Las Vegas right now, right? I, I look at the hoods that they got out here. I'll go to the hoods. I've seen it looks like slums. I'm like this look bad. 
It's looking bad, but don't look bad like East Oakland. East right. Oakland looks terrible. Yeah. Like there ain't no trash out here. That's the thing about that's the thing about Vegas. It ain't no trash on the grounds. It ain't it ain't filled up like niggas throw shit on the ground. It looks terrible. But at the end of the day, that's on us because East Oakland no, minus sure. the trash and stuff like that yeah. is a beautiful place. No, but that's what I'm saying about looking at New York, looking at Chicago, looking at even even the areas that are in the areas that we that we're that we're surrounded by. If we look at Chicago, uh, New York, even even Miami. Uh, Dade County areas and all that shit and you look at Liberty City and all that shit that shit looks fucking bad yeah. like when you go there you're like oh shit there, there can't be yeah there can't be running, running water here there can't be there's no po fucking possible way and then you look and then you go back to the town you go to West Oakland where we used to where it used to be popping where it used to be like this shit is terrible the shit is where all the white people are right now yeah. and they found out nah this is fucking gold right here you're oh, tripping. Yeah. They always You're tripping. This should be gold the so entire time. Y'all just didn't know it was gold. That goes to when I watched the movie last night, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. Yeah, he I was to trying it. to hold on to his this house that he grew up in. And he was trying to he told his friend, his friend, I don't know if the boy was autistic or whatever, but he was very, very talented. He was an artist, beautiful drawings. And he told he convinced his friend that his grandfather owned this house and built it from the ground up. Now, this, in San Francisco, looking at that movie, because I've never been before. Say it again. Go and ahead. I want to go to that street, that wine like that. I'll let you know. You don't want to go there no more because they got a toll now. But, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> they just started. But just looking, just, at the, just looking at where they shot in San Francisco, the architecture is beautiful there. Like that house, and you could just, like, just in, like, in LA, when you know that this is like an LA style house. You got the hardwood floors, you got the arches in there, you got all type of different textures on the house inside and out. It was it was dope. San so Francisco the Venetians in San Francisco are worth so much money at this point. The Venetians? The Venetians, the fucking... And, and a lot of it is. See, they displaced us to these areas, you know, way back when. And then, you know, we ran them down, let's be honest. We ran a lot of these areas down. But even within that, like in the 60s, like where Nipsey's from, if you go on the overhills and stuff, it's beautiful. In the dimes. Beautiful. Like the dimes. If you're not in any hood you go to, in any hood you go to, if you go up the street, around the corner, and up the hill, and there's nice. black people there, shit's fucking beautiful. Nice. Every single fucking time. Then you go down the hill, go down the bread, and go into Inglewood. You ride in the hood. You would never know never know was as dangerous as it is. Inglewood is Beautiful. Inglewood is fucking beautiful. I would never know. You There's know. parts of Inglewood when I go into the shit, I would never know that I was and, in the hood. And I say that to say they understand the value of it all. That's why now our grandparents and stuff that own homes and that were living paycheck to paycheck like yeah. you say y'all did and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like now they're like, oh, you guys been living paycheck to paycheck for so long. Let's offer them a lump sum of money, get this property. Get them out. And then now we, we complain about gentrification. But it's on us. We need to just and, and, and it's on the people from our community that get some level of affluence. So what? Especially, the homies that become rappers and get money. So to bring, so to bring it down a little bit to make them a little more simple, the people that have their grandparents that have houses and you got that grandma that has a house in the hood and you always claim that house because no matter where the fuck you live, you from that hood. It don't matter where your grandma stay. Where your grandma stay. That's where my grandma stay. That's where I'm from. 
You know what I'm talking about? So I'm always from I'm always from a part of Cincinnati because my grandma that's sidebar, where my grandma house was. So a sidebar I had told a chick this one time. This girl I used to hang out with when I lived in Vegas the first time in 05. And she used to hang out with all type of random niggas. She was weird as fuck to me. And I'm like, listen. I was like, I know you from Vegas. I said, but I'm from L.A. I said, you go to high school, elementary, daycare with these motherfuckers. I said, you know where their mama stay, where their grandmama stay, where their homeboy stay at, where their homeboy mama stay at, and where they hang out at on the block. I said, you don't even know these people from a campaign. But that's how our, our culture is from L.A. You know where somebody is going to be always. They grandmama yeah. house, they mama house. But, but that's the hood. This is my yeah, point. Yeah, that's though. that hood this shit. This is my yeah. point, though. It's on us and it's on the people from our communities that so, get some type of money or affluence. To understand. To, to understand Keep that, that shit. To understand the value of ownership. Of it's land. Bigger, it, this country was founded on the ownership of land. If we want equality, if we want the police to treat us right, we want things like this, it's we need to be this owners. Simple. Is this simple? Is this simple? What do we always ask for? What is the fucking reparations that we're asking for? Forty acres and a mule. That's ownership. All, that's ownership. That's all that is. But that's we give up our ownership short. for yeah. money. And because money is, is temporary it's temporary satisfaction. Temporary and it's fucking it's, um, it's instant gratification. Instant gratification. And then we lose in the long run. Yeah. So nobody understands that though, and it's not as there's the sacrifice isn't there for us as black people. Because we're thinking about how can we how we can survive. A lot of that is about survival. So a lot of people that are living in poverty, are living in a hood, are living in some, or, or don't have the car that they want, or don't have the fucking jewelry that they want, whatever the fuck, they say, oh, $40,000, I'm not going to be able to do that because my credit's fucked up. So let me figure that out. Let me do this shit. I done did this shit. So let's figure it out. Okay, oh, fuck it. I can go get a new car. Finally, I can get a new car because I can't get to back to forth to work. So it's like, it's sometimes it's a necessity. And I'm not, I'm not saying that that's a good thing. I'm saying that that's a condition that we've been planted in. That and that, yeah, that so it always, like, like I said, biggest, like I said at the beginning, the when biggest we, thing, whenever instead we, instead of saying, okay, well, now my credit right, let yeah. me go find a, a small piece of property that I could build on, or let me go open a business, or, yeah, I get And then, so like I said, the, the, always, always, when you talking to me, it will always go to systematic, uh, uh, Systematic so relationship how oppression. Long, how long can Always. that be the excuse, though? Like, but listen, that's true. We too. have the means. It can't. It can't. Like I understand that. It, it takes. It takes a sense of community. Is what it is. It does. And, and that's what we don't have. We don't have solidarity. That's to where like, we educate each other. We are on that's the same. Like if, but now, that's if you like, think now, but, but but now, like what if, you think about this? That's though. like if all four of us Boy. put in five racks and go get a Chick Fil A. Facts. And then we the take fact, the proceeds from that and open But the fact about that is, at the end of the day, the, the core and the soul of black people, neither one of us is going to trust one of the and, other with $5,000. And nobody wants to be boss. Everybody, everybody wants to be boss. Oh, yeah, that's my Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I got a Chick-fil-A Let me there. tell you, I give you five bucks for a Chick-fil-A. Don't call me until my check is on the way. I don't want to know nothing about it. I don't need to know what it looked like. I don't need to know what was on the menu. I don't need to know nothing. We're, That's the type of owner I am. I'm going to mesh in like, it and been, to just get we, my shit back. We've systematically been conditioned to like material so, things, to not have things of substance, and to look, look, me, me. And nothing, and nothing that always have a competition to overpower one another. Instead of working together in order to become that fist, in order to become, and instead of becoming that that handout, 
You know what I'm saying? I, I can break each one of your fingers individually. But you can't, can't fuck with me. Fist. You can't fuck with my fist. So like, so this is. Fuck with my fist. <laughs> Bam. So, so hashtag. Can't you can't fuck with my fist. fist. That's a good one too. Can't <laughs> fuck with my fist. Can't fuck with my fist. But like, hashtag uh, black men don't cheat. Okay. Facts. This is very true. Big facts. This is Hashtag so, black men don't is, cheat. I mean, it's true. Like, I mean, in my case, it's like very true. Like, so Lil Duval and Charlemagne the God is like my big cousin in my head. I'm gonna be Charlemagne one day. He's my favorite. Besides your buddy. I started fucking with Cuz. He, he, he. But he him and uh, Lil Duval have a, a record together, of course, which started off jokes. Black men don't cheat. So now Correct. it's a whole song. They just shot the whole video. So, what are your thoughts on hashtag black man don't cheat? What has been the reaction? The reaction has been that I've seen is that a lot of black women have been like, oh, black men do treat, what type of bullshit is this? And my thing is, yeah, it's like, yes, black men do cheat. Look at me. Give me this. Which one, which one am I? Walk a camera to? One, one. Black men do cheat, right? Black women do cheat. People cheat. Shut the fuck up. Up. So this is the thing. Like this, this song, just like any other song or any other any other theological reasoning or anything that you bring out there, it's it's to bring a thought process out of there. Now I'm not saying that they're thinking that this that that far. I'm not saying that they're thinking that far. I'm saying that this it's a play on the joke, and then it's a song, and then it comes about like that. First of all, it shouldn't be a conversation. This shit shouldn't be a conversation. This is terrible. Like why are we fucking talking about this? Why are you making this so serious? So I've seen a lot of people, a lot of women, make this very fucking serious. Oh my god, this is bullshit. Oh my god, oh shit, niggas be cheating. Oh my god, and it's like, okay, we get it. Like, but y'all cheat too. Now, facts, big facts. So like, my thing is, is like, this could be. So what's what music? Music controls us at this point in civilization, right? And people say, yeah, content controls it. So it could be a way to say something that makes, and this is what Lil Duval said, that can change the narrative on how black men think about relationships. And it could be. It could be, it can't be. You could be, I mean, you be in a relationship and you don't fuck with somebody and you want to fuck somebody else. You don't fuck with them. Like, but that's life. But don't take this song and make it hella serious to the point where it's like, be happy that somebody's putting a song out to say black men do not cheat on their significant others. Be happy about that. I feel Take that, that and run with it I and hope like, that that's the truth. I feel like, like what the I fuck? I feel like, um, that's why I joined the show. <laughs> otherwise, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with the women who disagree with the song. Like you said, it's creating a new narrative for 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 sons and for men around the United States, wherever they play the fucking song at. So <laughs> the, world, the world, Craig. So it's like, okay, so would you rather men or your sons continue to like fuck bitches, get money? Yeah. Then, <laughs> then, Absolutely. Uh, than to have, you know, a positive message. I see, the thing that I like about it is I saw a lot of boys 
a lot of young boys singing along That's my to the point. record. And it was so cute. It was a video of a kid. And he was like, black men don't cheat. And his dad was like, well, what do you mean by that? What does that mean to you? And he was like, well, when you go and you take a test and they're not supposed to cheat. And I was like, that's so dope. Because that could be instilled in that way too. Like just cheating and just being untruthful across untruthful. the board. Like why not teach your children and show men a different perspective that black men don't cheat? Why is, why is it such a thing for black women to want to bash black to be mad as fuck quickly and for no fucking reason hold on let me tell you why and and i ask you because i've seen you publicly defend it like not defend women doing that but defend black men from women doing that yes and i'm gonna always defend black men because i have wonderful black men in my life that you know what i'm saying i'm not saying all black men are angels and y'all y'all stupid y'all doing dumb shit but at the end of the day like how could you not defend a black man? Period. We're supposed to build each other, not Thank break you. each other. So this is what so we do. So to answer your question, what was the question? Why are black women and, and even black even on the on the on the inverse of that? Why are we so quick to want to bash each other, black men, black because women? Because bitches love person? to be bitter about nothing. Hold on, I'm gonna move the camera over here because I feel like it's systematic. It's systematic as a motherfucker. It feels it's just truly, love to be it truly bitter is. for it's no not, reason. Women, I've been cheated on, right? I've been cheated on. Go. Beyonce been cheated on. Cardi B been cheated on. Ain't nobody above getting cheated on. It don't matter how cute you is, how much money you have, how successful you are. If a nigga want to cheat, Lambo. the nigga going to cheat. But why not accept that there's a movement going around that's promoting, joke or not, for men to not be, cheat. To be faithful. And and I want to say this. Do you want to know part of the reason why why black men specifically hold cheat? Hold on. Hold that thought. So you want to sit around and listen to fuck bitches, get money. You all good. I got, got hoes. bitches all I got day. Holes, I got this. I'm but this is bitches. the issue. That's I'm why. I'm pimping bitches. I'm doing That's this. I'm why. doing that. So you, can twerk, so you can twerk your little ass to it and sing along to it. But then when you go home and your niggas really get real, real life cheating on your oh, ass. When your hum- yeah. when your man is real like cheating on your ass, you want to come to somebody as a woman. You want to do all this weird ass shit instead of checking your nigga who shouldn't be cheating anyway. So now you have a song that's promoting this man to sit in the car, listen, be like, damn, maybe I shouldn't be cheating. Maybe I should. Maybe I should fucking. Fucking honor my queen and respect my, oh my family, God. take care of my kids, and do all this. You rather him. Not do that? So you gonna complain because you've been cheated on before? We all been cheated on before. So that means you're not supposed to change your behavior and grow and teach your son something different. You also need to teach your sons how to wipe well, their dick when they pissing. So they can mm, stop coming in mm, these little girls with this little pissy dick. You need to oh teach them that too. Can we, can we stop and give Jay a round of applause? Oh, good Lord, yes. She deserves it. <laughs> That's part of the reason why it's in our culture. Like we, we, 
We're taught to do that. We're taught, oh, nigga, I got bitches. You're supposed to have all bitches, the girls on the block. Yeah, to your dick burning. All some real side shit. And so for them to make a song to try to change the culture of that, it should be so supported. Supported. Star culture. Should be supported. Because then it changes the narrative. Like you, like you both said, changes the narrative. And then it's like, okay, this is how we're supposed to go about it. Not I fuck his bitch, your bitch. None of us. So 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 it ain't cool for us. To, it's cool for us to talk that shit. It's cool for us to talk about fucking everybody's yeah. bitch and yeah. doing all shit. But it's cool about talking about not doing it. Now I had I had somebody I had somebody hit I, I hit somebody and I was like hey I was like um I was, you know some life life all out shit like they was they was kind of bashing the song. And I'm like, if this song applies to anyone, it don't apply to me. Because I don't, I didn't cheat on anybody that I've, that I've dealt with. Right. Because I don't. You know what I mean? But I said, plus, honestly, we know this isn't, this isn't an overall true statement, for sure. Right? But to put this out, to put this out there can change the narrative of make, uh, to, and make black males, make black men appreciate y'all more and more and, um, and try to stay monogamous in the relationship. It's not about... It's not about the surface level of the song. Right. The song alone can change what the youngsters think about relationships because right. they don't know. They just singing a fucking song. And yeah, so and that's that shit what I was saying too. We engraves don't, we in their fucking know. head. And we now they're like, black men don't cheat. And if they fuck around and cheat, they're like, damn, that shit kind of stuck in my head. I'm black men don't cheat. I we, fucked up. Yeah, like, we didn't know. It's just what it works. It's just how it works. To, we didn't know how to be in relationships and how to handle a household and, and to be committed to one person, you know what I'm saying, because of the way we grew up. Yeah, especially you had the drug era, you had the civil rights movement, all the way back to slavery when you just removing and 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 devaluing the man's masculinity in front of his wife and his children down to welfare when you can't be in the house and get welfare like so you gotta move out. Ain't so no we should get food stamps so I can feed my kids. Like all the way down to just just trying to take the black man out, period. It's like, now we're relearning everything to be faithful. Black men don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? Women are making money, making moves. Men used to be scared of that. Oh, my woman make more money than me. Remember that Martin episode? Yeah. Women make more money. My woman make more money than me. Now it's like, okay, let's get this money together. Let's do this shit and that's together. Not, and that's not, that's not the focus at all at this point. And what point, it is, about, and that's what that song does, and that's why I don't understand why so many bitches is mad at it. Like, I've been cheated on too. You've been cheated on. We all have been cheated on. But goddamn, like, can we have some type of positive influence? No. Real because of what does that do? About a nigga. <laughs> what is what is the positive what, influence do for? Because it's gonna give us, if it's gonna give us more do? power. For city girls, like now, city girl, every every. Let them pop. Let them that's, let that's them bitches no pop. Care. Let them pop. Let me talk have, about stealing from us we, and all the shit and doing all the bullshit. We have Let to talk change, about that we shit. We have to change what's cool in our culture. We gotta change if it's if if every rapper made it cool to be with their wife and not. And it's weird bitches, because they no do. Bitches everywhere and stuff like that. But it's so weird because they do. The top, all the top rappers, the but, top five but rappers that you still look, got. Booty this is true, but that's that's up. because of the director. Hello, director. So, but no, but look, but look, but look, you look at, if you look at, wait, but if you look at the no, but not only that, no, wait, let me make my point. If you look at the top five rappers that's out right now, if you could think of the top five rappers, I'm talking about charts, 
hits, the top five relevant rappers besides Drake. He probably got a secret girlfriend somewhere. Do got a baby mama though. But all of them got women and are married. And and openly have women and married that they that they love and that and they then cherish the, but and that they earn. But here's the double right. standard. You have women that do music and have to say fuck niggas and they marry with children. Beyonce, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj, City Girls. This is my point. It's because that's what the audience wants to hear. Because that's what's cool. They want to hear let's, me say fuck listen, niggas, but they want me to post my listen, man all love you dubby. Like y'all motherfuckers. Let's so make it cool to not do that. Let's make it cool to be with one person. Let's make it cool to lift that person up and not fuck them and get them for all their money and then if they don't got no money. And it's so weird because everybody does cool that, but in the music, it. they don't do it. But in real life, and we watch them on Instagram, and we follow them, and the shade room post them, and all that they shit. Bay, Bay watch or whatever the fuck the shade room be saying. Like everybody is in a relationship, but your song say "fuck this nigga," I'm about to sit on this so, nigga face, and he finna give me all his money. So let's make, the the, let's make the music reflect real life and what we really want to push in our community is what I'm saying. This is but what, but cool when has that? Right when now. has that worked? But it when has that worked? Work. Wait, that's wait. Not, if that, like, if that worked. If that worked, KRS One would be the number one rapper okay, of all time. Okay, first He's of all, not. Okay, first of all, that was way in the eighties. No, KRS One put an album out two years ago. But it's I'm saying, but nobody okay, wants to so hear to what the point, fuck he's saying. So to your point, because he's like our grandpa. So to, exactly. So, so that it doesn't your work. Point, if we start, which hashtag Black Men Don't Cheat is the start. You have to start. There you go. Somewhere. Speak about it. We have to start somewhere. So if we start with that and we embrace that, black men don't cheat, even though it started out as a joke, then we could further, look, you got 444, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got black men don't cheat. Girl talk. That's a start. Girl talk. Girl speak on it. We gotta, you gotta put it out there before you can, before you can put into fruition. Nobody's going to follow anything that they don't they, they don't see. So if they see the thing, they and it's like Jay Z and Beyonce, they're like, oh my god, they're they creating, see it and they're they creating see, something. And they, see, hold on, hold on. they, they create uh, something. Goals or bad goals or stuff right. like that. But you still out here like fuck niggas and all this other type of yeah. shit. Somebody cheated on you. So what? But they're creating something that uh-huh. even even if even even in Beyonce. Beyonce, what's the album called? What's that Beyonce called? With, with, the, with the yellow dress. When she had the yellow dress. With Lemonade. Lemonade. Lemonade and 444, right? Lemonade and 444 show both sides of the cheating scandal. They both talked about the whole shit. Yes, they did. They talked about the whole thing. And and, and whatever, they, it, it might might have been a little added on, a little taken away, the whole shit. But it showed that you can grow and figure it out within the relationship. Communication, figuring it out, you the know whole what? thing. I'm not even say it was really, you know what I'm gonna say? It was really adult. It was just adult. It was very mature the way they handled yes. the situation. Comprehension is the key. Comprehension Honest. is the key Fuck. to Damn, that's, good ooh. communication. Say it again. Look at Lady Hicks. Comprehension say is the key. Say it again. You uh, you gonna fix my life? You gonna be the? Hold on, excuse me. <laughs> Talk about it again. Say it one more time. Comprehension is key. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> what? Because it doesn't only take under like, hearing it. Like I said, and you said, have to all under I fucking need stand. Is understanding. 
Girl, say it again. Uh, say it again. Goddamn. I almost walked off the set. <laughs> you know what? That hashtag needs to be a command until it's a statement. Black men don't cheat. Like telling black Anymore. men do not cheat. <laughs> yeah. Until it becomes a statement. Black yes. men, black men don't cheat. Facts. It needs to be a command until it's a statement. Hello. What? Polyamory. What say what you said now? I say, I want Black to men say, won't cheat if they can have two girls. Hello? We're going we gonna go to go 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 a couple of terms before. Shut the fuck up. Facts. We're going to go through a couple of terms before I get to the question. So, you know, we are, we're always inspired by Miss Pinkett and Gammy and Willow. Oh, man. Y'all done? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so poly means more. Amory means love. So that's polyamory. Love. No secrets, no lies. You have throuple. Three people in a relationship. Polyamory is multiple wives. Or did I get that Four right? Four husbands. No, polygamy. No, polygamy. Polygamy is, is multiple wives, wives for one man. Swinging is just casual sex within your relationship. So we got a bonus Everybody word. fucking. Poly no, everybody fidelity. Fucking. That means you're exclusive to the three people or more that you're in a relationship with. So if your partner was down, what which one of these lifestyles would y'all join? It's really hard because dealing with women, dealing with woman, one woman is fucking ridiculous because y'all just ridiculous. And then dealing with like in a relationship wise. Ridiculous. Yes, y'all fucking ridiculous. I mean, this is coming from a male. This, this is coming from lack a male. of comprehension. Yeah. Comprehension is, is we don't comprehend y'all. I don't comprehend y'all, y'all don't comprehend me. And I just don't fucking understand. <laughs> y'all don't comprehend me. <laughs> so not men, but me. Y'all don't comprehend me. Fuck man. Me. Um so So would you do the polyamory, which is three or more? The polygamy, which is multiple wives, swinging, casual sex with your partner. So the thing is, is like sexually, I wouldn't mind having two women, of course. But mind you, none it of just, these lifestyles have anything to do with sex except for swinging. I'm just I'm telling you the difference. Like sexually, I wouldn't mind having two women consistently, but I wouldn't, I couldn't deal with the emotional side of the thing. So like if I'm feeling one woman rather than the other at certain times that makes a woman feel a certain type of way. It does. Because you're not, and then, and so like all that shit, even this, even the sex, this is just, this is just talking about sex. I'm not talking about life. I'm not talking about nothing yeah, else. I'm not talking about Which nothing else. I'm literally just talking about sex. I'm just, I'm just talking about sex part. We'll get to the other part. But I'm talking about on the sex part. It's hard to deal, like, cause, cause that ends up bleeding into the other, into the other realm of things. Like, oh, you love her more than you love me. It's like, nah. But I might be feeling her more than I'm feeling you at this moment. So it's hard to deal with the whole shit. Like, I don't know how anybody balances the shit between emotions of women and dealing with the whole thing. I have no. Listen, I found that clue. out when I was gay. I cannot deal with. I can't. I don't know how they do it, but. In the relationship wise, now if you take away sex and you just do relationship wise, right? So that's swinging. No, that's not. Take away the sex. Take away the sex and it's just a relationship. 
So that's that's poly polygamy and all the shit, whatever. Poly, 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 polygamy, polygamy, whatever. Fuck we, 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 we fucking polygamy. Whatever fuck we doing. Anyway, it's more than one of us. It's more than <laughs> together. So if we doing with this shit, if we're doing this shit, and we got somebody on the outside. You got to deal with if we're dealing with a woman, I, I'm showing her more emotion. That's worse than having sex with that person. For a lot of women, if it's I'm true. if I'm dating that person, if I feel like I can kick it with her. And I can go go bowling with her and well, have games with her, but I can only fuck you. That fuck that the, fucking the terrible. The couple that to they me. had on had a good point. The girls, because I don't know, I don't remember the question that they asked, but she said that she's okay with the because they was together first. They have a kid together, yeah. and so she said that she's okay with it because. He doesn't make her feel like she has anything to worry about, regardless of who's in the picture or not. So maybe they if pimping. you, but they're not. So maybe if right. you, um, I don't know. Like it's like men have this like this like idea of what it's supposed to be. And, and stick to up. that, and then yeah. it don't even be that, and when then they just be like, "But I thought y'all wanted cherries, but I see y'all want pineapples." It was like, "Well, we That's told you we wanted pineapples," and he's like, "Yeah, but I thought y'all wanted cherries, <laughs> so I brought these anyway." Like, y'all don't y'all got this idea what it's supposed to be, and then that's it. Yeah. yeah. And it's no. So like, she's like, "Okay, well, I'm good with this because." He doesn't make me feel like my position isn't. You have to have a super level of not giving a fuck. It has to be. No, a but but you you literally level. seriously have to be so in tune with your partner that no matter if another guy came in or another girl came in, you know that your spot is secure. That's the level Period. of not giving a fuck. That's what I'm talking about. So you have so so. But that's how you treat somebody. And that's the chemistry that you get with them and you make them feel that way. So if we rocking this way, me and you, we rocking this way, and we got we got the we got the third person, whoever it may be, right? I gotta be comfortable with, let's say it was a nigga, right? And I'm like, okay, she gonna be like this hard. Well, I don't think that'll work because it's too much masculinity. But that's what I'm saying. Are, it's it's hard natural, competition wise. Men are natural competitors. Yeah, so competition wise, it's hard to see, to understand that a man that you see that you know who it is penetrating your wife or whoever you're dealing with or somebody that you're dealing with on a regular basis. Like, the penetration is a, is a total different factor. We it just changes the whole emotion. The situation. But go ahead, LJ. I want to say a couple of things real quick. Say your thing. It's not that we're naturally like that. It's a cultural and a societal thing. Our culture is like that. There's some cultures where polygamy is normal, yeah. but it's not based off of feelings, and a lot of it is economic. And the that's where marriage started. And, and the reason, Finances. And the reason it works is because there's a set hierarchy, especially like when it comes to multiple wives and stuff like multiple that. Multiple wives. It was a king. If, we have to create a kingdom. So it, that's how it works. Even even let's say within our own society, let's say because my wife is here. Let's say we decided we wanted to do that. There has to be a set hierarchy where she knows it's me and her and then this person. The other, then the, other, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the other thing would be 
they would have to have them their stronger connection than the her and I. Facts. Because then it would not work. I have to that trust works. you not, around my man. No, not so only, to speak. Not but only no, that, like that that's pers- that person needs to fulfill her. Yeah, but that's so what I'm saying. I need me. to yeah. trust you, and especially if we have kids together. I need to trust you around. I need exactly. to know when I'm not around that. Everybody is taken care of the way they're supposed to be taken, and you not gonna step out of this situation with us. To and you came to this exactly, and, and then because that becomes her partner. Yeah, and so then like if there was that, another, if there was a, like and then that yeah, and then if there was another person, and then there was another person added, then let's say she's the highest and I'm under her, and then we add somebody else, so I have to make sure. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, it's the hierarchy. So I have to make sure this one is in line because she makes sure I'm in line and then you make sure all of us is in line. Because so it has to be... The, the moment you overstep your bounds and feel like you're you the fucked it all up. Bitch, you, you gotta fucked go. it all up. You got to go. You yeah. fucked it all up. You got to go. Fucked it all because up. Because that's how our society is. If yeah. that was going to... Because it's, it's a They it's, always want to... That's my man. Listen. I'm going to fuck this all all jealousy and, and possessiveness aside, it's a thing that could work in our society. But the problem is, like like earlier when we were talking about us all coming together. Systematic oppression. Hey, look at it. Bring it back. It's always systematic oppression. We're always. talking about the chick <laughs> thing. Everybody, everybody wants to be the person. Yeah. Everybody wants, it's like people don't play their position and everybody right. wants to be that person. Right. And then that's where things right. conflict. It's not a sexual thing. Yeah. Now, when you talk about the next thing, I'm gonna let you get on that. But that's a whole different ball game. But when you talk about polyamory and polygamy, it's it's a hierarchy because it's a it's really a family unit. It's a holy, it's, it's a whole different mindset. The, yeah. the people that really are really in tune with that shit, they, they live a look, whole different life. They don't look at relationships the way the, we do. No, they don't go about their house. How, the they don't go about their house. They, 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 do do they don't go about how they operate the way that we do. None of that they shit. Do it off there survival. is no, there is no one on one nothing. It's like we're trying to create survival. We're trying to create something to be became become something together that we can become something. Together. More enormous. Yes. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So how can we make this shit happen? And I understand that. Well, if, I have 800, if I have 800, if I have 800, you have 800, you have 800, how many fucking properties can we get together? And we gonna make this shit happen together. Listen, like, but we can't do that shit. But we, but we look at relationships from a purely emotional In the sense of what? So oh my God. That, that's, why those, <laughs> that's why those type of relationships don't work in our society because our society is conditioned to a relationship is emotional. Marriage is about, oh, we're in love, it's flowers, not, It's not even, only that, even, it's not only that, we're fucked up. Point, we're fucked up. Hold on, wait. We're fucked up in the sense that like, look, we can't I'm even, even wait, we can't even, wait, let me say it. Let me, <laughs> can't say what I'm going to say, I'm going to say it. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I, like, we can't even figure out how to get shit together as a whole, as a fucking community. So even Mexicans, the Mexicans, let me finish. The Mexicans, I the Asians, the whole shit. Let me finish it. Goddamn. <laughs> the Asians, the Mexicans, the whole shit. They can live with each other for years. That's on. what I was about to say. So my fuckers don't even want a roommate with each other. You don't it's even want to have five thousand people in the house. Because my fuckers be like, well, I need my own room and I need but my own why? bed. Just so I can say I have my own. Yes. It's not even economically feasible. We struggle to have our own. Yes. Just to say we. I want to have my own. I can't help it. And I don't like because we're like because that's the way we're we're. And my fuckers don't care. 
I can't fucking sit there and listen to people. I can't sit there and watch people do what the fuck they do. I can't do shit. I get fucking frustrated with the people that are closest to me and it's just fucking systematically in, impressed in me that I can't fucking do anything else. It's irritating as shit. We should be able to, I should be out of my grandma, my mother, my father, everybody my kids, my, 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 my nieces, my nephews, my sister, everybody in the same fucking house so that we can, we can flourish and, you know and have do? more fucking property you know, together. You know but we can't do it because all of us and can't you, function you, with each other. And then you know what we do? We sit there we and we laugh at the Hispanics and laugh at them like, oh, it's so I many y'all in the shit no more. It's so many y'all in the car, it's so many y'all in the house, but they are and leading in the society more than us. And they're, you they're, know how and you know. You know how you. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. Come on. Come on. They're working for themselves. Let me tell you. Let me tell you how you know motherfuckers got money, right? When you go travel or when you go to an amusement park, you used to see all white people, right? When you go to Six Flags or Knots or whatever, you're going to see all Mexicans. That's how you know motherfuckers got money. Because those are the I mean, places that people own, that's only um, what was I about to say? Not travelers. I don't want to call them travelers. Tourists. Tourist. That's all touristy shit, right? But it went in California, like Knots and, and Magic Mountain is like our, our yeah. regular go-to. But, but when you went, but when you go to, last time I went to Six Flags, I was Six Flags every June. Went to Six Flags last June. I'm like, you usually you see all white people trying to spot off the little black see, oh, is he cute, whatever. But it was That's what doing all okay. Hispanic. <laughs> I said they are leading in, the eco in economics because they get into the money. We they get into the money. We are so programmed to say 18 and out. We're so fucked. I stayed in the house till I was 24. But check this out. But you, you might you might have been an exception to the rule. The rule is 18, get the fuck out. That's the rule. That's terrible. Because you, you don't teach your kid about So you don't, you don't, you don't no, no, but we don't learn about nothing. Check you don't, account. And you don't learn nothing about that because your your parents been using your credit. Your parents been using your social security number the entire fucking time to keep shit afloat. You know what I'm saying? Just to keep you good. But because we're not taught the right way to do things, our parents weren't taught. Now that we, we could... know. I saw, um, what was I watching? I saw Gilbert Arias talking about, um, was it Gilbert Arias? It might not be Gilbert Arias, but He's he funny. was he was talking about um, Cal Corbett. He said that they was all talking about how they how they got to take care of their mom, their dad, whoever, whoever it was, and the, and, um, and the thing is like I got. He's like, you pay your mother's bills. The fuck? The fuck you mean pay your mom's bills? She's supposed to pay her own bills. He was like, he was utterly fucking confused. Like, why are you paying for these people's houses? Your parents are supposed to already have that shit, but he didn't get it. He didn't get that. We didn't come from what you came from. Right. You, your parents already had a house. You got to build off of what the fuck you was doing. You know what I mean? Our parents were working two our jobs parents, to pay the bills to keep a roof over our head and the life. And pay for fucking AAU. You know what I mean? Like, so they, he doesn't get that. So it's a, it's a dynamic where we're not going to understand because they're, they are, and they just can't, they can't help it. They don't even, they can't even help it that they're 10 steps ahead of us. So to circle it back to the topic, 
us as a people can't do polygamy because we don't even have the regular shit figured out yet. Facts. We have to have a foundation Facts. to be able to do something like that. And that's what I always say because a lot of people try to make it seem like it's about sex and it's like, no. It's not it's, a sex thing. It's um, polygamy and uh, polyamory. Okay, polyamory is relationships. Polygamy is marriage with the wife and have multiple wives. A lot of people are, ooh, I'm about that. I want to have multiple wives. But you don't understand that that one man takes care of all those women financially. And all of those women have two, three children. The fuck that that is. man also takes care of. I used to date <laughs> I used to date an Egyptian guy. <clears throat> and <laughs> <laughs> was it inside joke? But he told me he was, he was a rich motherfucker. Whatever. He had a wife and he had children. He offered me a home if I was to have his child, and I declined. Cause like you said, our people ain't ready for that. Bitch is gonna be the main bitch and all that. But he told me something that I would never forget. He told me he who holds the gold makes the rules. So if you haven't, oh, he also said a man can have as many women as he can afford. So if you're going to be in a polygamous lifestyle and you're going to have multiple wives and children and all this, you have to be able to afford all of that. And with being able to afford your household, which means you have to satisfy every single person in there. It has nothing to do with much. you as a man and I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. A happy Wife is a happy life. And if so, you got five wives, you got to make all them motherfuckers happy. So, so, motherfuckers. so we're talking about and, and y'all motherfuckers retarded. That's crazy. So we talked about comprehension. <laughs> we have enough problems comprehending one personality type. Imagine having to comprehend no. two or three and satisfy them emotionally, spiritually, and sexually, sexually. Can I ask a question? financially. Can I ask a question? Yeah. Why the fuck would I imagine that? I don't want to do that with my brain. Like, why the fuck would I do that? Exactly. Like, this, this is why I have but see, that's why, that's why, that's why men don't think about I'm not, I'm not what it about really means to have multiple wives when they sit up there and be like, oh yeah, I'll do a polygamous relationship. I have a bunch of women. Yeah, but you can't even handle the one you got. I can't deal with being single and dealing with multiple women. I can't deal with it because y'all emotions are fucking everywhere. And then when y'all when y'all like somebody, y'all go into it like like nigga. Make a decision, like what the fuck are you doing? It's I like think, I think it's like that because I can't do it. I think it's like that because we have been oppressed to the point that oppressed. Yeah, we you have been we I'm have out. been oppressed. <laughs> Black women have been oppressed to the point where our bodies aren't good enough, our hair isn't good enough, our skin color isn't good enough, and then you have are men that will not only go down the street to Miss Renee, but you also fucking with Becky and Maria and whoever else, you know what I'm saying? And they Miss look Becky with the good hair. With the good hair. And then, then they I look like us. And then you got you got them that's going to get surgery to get ass like us. Lips like us, your lace front is like ours. You get into the cornrows and all this other type of shit. So we like ourselves and other persons and all these other cultures are impersonating us. And then our black man is going for those women and shitting on us. Okay. So it's like once you get a man, we about to go into a fucking. Oh no! But wait, once you get a man, I understand 
the that's my man, I'm number one mindset because I already worked so hard to get this motherfucker. I got to battle everybody in the streets to keep him, not only other women, but is he going to get shot? Is he going to get robbed? Ooh. Is he going to go to jail? Is the police going to kill this man? Like, oh, we got to go through all that to keep our man, and then we got to fight with a Kardashian. Wow. And the, the Kardashian, the, 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 what's her name? Chloe had the audacity to say, why the fuck do they think they could just keep fucking our men? First of all, you're fucking our men. That's number one. She Armenian. I don't know but if she's black or not. She not white, but she still. So, so let me say this. <laughs> I'm, I'm a father of, of three young black women. You're a father of two young black women. Two. Right? Yes, yes sir. It boils, like we've said this multiple times throughout the show, but it, it's what's made cool. Like if, if we change the culture and the narrative, like black women, it's okay to, like you got a little booty. We still love it. Hashtag, yeah, little yeah, booties matter. Your, your hair is more curly and kinky. We still love it. Your eyelashes aren't super long. We still love it. You, you got thinner lips. We still love it. We love everything. You're dark, you're light-skinned, you're in-between. We love it. If, if we embrace that, the audience, not the ones on top, but the audience, because the reason the Kardashians are anything is because people feed into it. Yeah. If nobody watched it and nobody cared, they would be a rebel. And they all have so black if, men. So if we change what, what our attention is on and what we value and what we champion, That's it crazy. changes the whole culture. If my, if my kids understand, you know what? Like, I, I have my two little ones, 15 months apart. One of them has Ooh, long, wavy hair. The other one has shorter. Curly. Oh, you saw it, man. My baby. My baby. I want my hair long like mine. Your hair is beautiful. Look, at, look at your curls. You got the nice. And then her hair is lighter than hers. It's like, embrace that. Yeah. Instead of. We're, we're talking. Oh, you got to have the long, brisket. Good hair. Number one, number two. Good hair. And yada, yada. We already yeah, fucked up. We already hair. fucked up. We, we fucked up with the paper bag. We and we say to that shit. We stick to we stick to that. The paper bag, the paper bag method off top. And then off top of that, we, we get we Please we, explain for people who don't The know. paper bag method was was the if you're lighter than the paper bag, then you're white. If you're darker than the paper bag, then you're black. And Absolutely. all all of us are black because we were treated the same way. On top of that, nigga, on top of that, like like nigga. just the same thing that he was just saying about my but my daughters, one has kinky hair, one has damn near fine hair. I try to make sure they both feel like their hair is beautiful. I let, I let my daughter know, my youngest daughter with the kinky hair, like the, the her shit is nappy. But like yours. Black, my hair is not nappy. <laughs> my, my hair is like my youngest daughter, it's not nappy. But but it's my, my oldest daughter, it's like her mom's. Her mom's is nappy as shit. But then you gotta know that, you gotta know that that hair is what they're fighting for. Yes. Because it's so strong. Yes. It's strong and it's yeah. beautiful. You can do anything to it. You can flatten that shit out. You can put anything in it and it'll come right back to what it was. And you can do they, So I try to tell my daughter, I try to let my daughter know that you can flatten your shit out. You can, you can press that shit. Yeah. It can make it straight as shit you want to. But guess what? It's that. come right back to what it was and they can't do that. That shit'll fall out. But you know what? As my, a man, no. if you tell your daughter as a man, because as she grows up, a lot of the things she's gonna do is to impress a man or on behalf of a man. Fact. As a man, as the first man that matters in her life, if you tell her when her hair is kinky and curly that you love how that looks love more it. so than the other, she's gonna love how she naturally looks. She's gonna 
She's, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, and that's, but that's a big thing for me. That's in, a big thing for me, man. There's power in words. I was on Facebook browsing through, and I seen somebody comment on a picture and say, oh, you got dreads now? And the person whose picture it was says, the correct term is locks. There's nothing dreadful about it. Oh, yeah. I see yes. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people say that. Yeah, I said that. That was my quote. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people say I, that, though. I had locks for five years. And, and defended it every time somebody said that because there's power in words. Like semantics are very important. The yeah, way we the way we name things important. and the way we refer to things and the the, the tone of voice we say it in, like Everything. ooh her hair. All you said was ooh her hair, but the way you let's said it. Let's talk about it. ooh God. Let's talk about semantics. I remember being in, being in my where, where my where my daughters were, my my ex-wife and her family, and the way that they referred to certain things. And I, I used to be I used to be like sick. Yeah. Just the way that they refer to some things, and I, and I and I know that they didn't mean it, but yeah. I knew that they were just telling, "Ooh, girl, and you and need and to straighten out your hair. Ooh, girl, you need to comb your hair." Da 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 da. I'd be like, "Come on, like that shit's crazy to me." The sad part is when people speak like that, you can't even correct them because it'll be a whole. It's a whole other thing. I saw it so beautiful. Are we done? We was running over. I'm gonna we'll just pause right there. Okay. Let me grab a battery. Good, good. We gotta wrap up. Can you grab some ice, please? Hell that. Oh, thank you. Are we already? We still running late. You okay? Everything good? We're good. You okay. stupid. Huh? She's cute, big butt. Girl, this man. hella bug. Girl, I was like, y'all would have ran. I keep seeing them. I would have for sure ran if I was sitting over there like, oh, boop, 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 gotta go. Oh, who's this? Who is it? I don't know. I just see. It's called titty. It's called a titty connoisseur. Wait, a titty called a what? Titty connoisseur. I don't know. Oh, she laying on her back. Yeah, of course. I'm laying on her back. She's like amazing. You are. Yeah, yeah. You you killed that shit. Bitches, I'm listening. You gonna be mad? I'm gonna get reason to be mad. I'm gonna tell the motherfucking truth. The fuck? You killed that shit. I was about to interrupt yeah, that shit. No, I was no, like, no, I'm no, sorry, no. God, I even interrupted. I was like, she on point with that shit. I ain't gonna say Next is sign Reggie Bullock. Bullock. Um, Iguodala, cryptic tweets. I got a question for my. They signed my nigga Iguodala, bro. He was about to retire. That's crazy. That's kind of fucked up. I had a question for you and Nisha He's, after the podcast. For them too. Okay. Well, you too. Wait. Do. Let me see let me see the um. What you want to see? I just want to see this. No. Oh no, yeah, no. mix that. That would be good. Damn, now the problem is your mic is hooked up to this one, and this one's dead. I only got one battery. Well, we don't talk about it. I just don't say shit at it. Okay. Alright. I'm just playing that game using that audio. Oh, I thought I was going to say no more. It's rolling. Let's uh, finish that thought and then let's wrap it up. What was it? it was, um, damn, I thought I had it. Who was talking? I was. Jesus. I was about to say something. Hallelujah. I was going to say that the. But I think it's amazing that y'all are raising black queens to be confident. Themselves and to um, embrace that they naturally 
curly, kinky hair because my hair is very fine. I'm sure people have seen my hair on this podcast before. And yes, I have locks now. They are faux locks, not dreadlocks. There's nothing dreadful about locks. That's a, a Caucasian term that was brought, you know, from our people about our people who had locks. They're not dreadful. It's very much positive energy that, that, that they carry in them and they take that very personal. They don't let just anybody touch them or wash them or do them because it's yeah. energy. It'd be real. In your yeah. hair. And that, you know. They're your antenna. Like, I was yeah. like, I had locks for five years and it, it, it was spiritual and cultural for me. And I cut them because it was time to cut them. Like, I didn't cut, it wasn't a fashion thing to me. Like, I turned down very good jobs that they offered me something but said I would need to cut my hair. So uh, now. I, I respectfully declined. The, no, first, I can't the say, first state I can't that say, has that ahead. now, which. I don't want to say it's sad, but we're moving forward. California just passed a bill to where there is no hair discrimination anymore. Yeah. And I used to work at a McDonald's my first job out of high school and a black lady was the manager and she told us we couldn't have braids. I definitely got my hair braided. I definitely put corn, cornrows in my hair. I definitely put um, uh, box braids in my hair. So, bitch, that's discrimination. You can't tell me how I can right. or cannot wear my hair. I'm not going to go serious. I'm not going to go so serious with it. It's against the law to not hire anybody because of the way their hair is, which falls in line with uniform. No, thing. no the what? um, the shit to give people in college. Affirmative oh, action. Okay. Well, falls <laughs> with affirmative action, which, like, which they did get rid of, but still, like, we shouldn't have to have affirmative action or not have our hair a certain type well, of way to get because our shit, like you said, our shit, we, like the, you said right. about your daughter's hair, our shit is powerful, right? And it's intimidating, and you can see us coming, and then you feel some type of way because you ain't as cool as us. And like I said about my daughter's <laughs> that day, it's so powerful. It's so powerful that you can do anything with it. Everything that want that everybody wants to do with it, you can do that with your hair. And your hair is so strong that it could come back to what it was. But the thing is, is that these hurt. <laughs> that's the thing. That's the thing. I but just did them like three days ago. Being a black woman, being black, being a black man, being a—it's just. Everything that we do is not culturally accepted. So even from the European suit, the European suit is not ours. That's not how we dress. That's not how we present ourselves. That's not how we present ourselves. So why do they figure. call it a monkey suit? Because, because I, well, you're, I don't, being, you're being a monkey, being yeah, a coon, yeah, you're being, being to, 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 to impress massa. Well, you're 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 following in line. The sense. monkey, the monkey suit, the monkey suit. I don't think that necessarily that necessarily has to do with. Um, Culture, our, 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 um, our, our race. It's just like when you have to, you have to do the song and dance. So, but, but it ends up, it ends up following in, following in line with what we had to do. So that's why it became something that had to do with us because it's something that we had to do. We had to learn that language. We had to learn how to, how to operate within, within the, within the societal. Uh, content of everybody else. We had to figure out how to do everything else. So we had to know how to operate within everything in order to survive in what we what we what we're. But to speak in. to what you said about um, us and 
how they want to stop us from doing this and stop us from doing that. And But they also, they don't want us to do us, but they want to do us. Yeah. And then they make us feel bad about having cornrows, having locks, or wearing this, or wearing that, and running our business the way we run it. And all but it looks better on them. It doesn't, though. But it does. You look like a copycat. But it does. No, it doesn't. They put on it. Yeah, if, if if that same so, person, if that same person that had a hoodie on was cook, uh, was um, was Caucasian, and that was a black person, that person is going down for murder. Zimmerman is going down for fucking murder. Period. We can all be in hoodies. If that white man is in a hoodie, he looks totally different than us. He looked like a fucking idiot. So that's it for Unapologetic J. Also, one more last shout out. Shout out to DJ Mustard for getting um, a day in LA. Hey, you know yo. Um, I heard the album yet, but I know it's going to be dope because all your albums have been dope. Yes, so his far. album out. It's, and it's always out put right my now. niggas on. Shout out. Mustard on a beat, hope. Uh, Unapologetic J. Follow us on Instagram, Unapologetic J. Shout that's, out to his name, J. Not a G, motherfuckers. Shout out to his name, King H I S N A M E K E E M E. Um, that nigga, real nigga. Follow that nigga. <laughs> you be <need to> <laughs> Yeah.